welcome to the Lift Bible Study Podcast. Lift stands for Ladies in Fellowship Together. I'm your host, Melanie Leach, and this podcast is named after our neighborhood Bible study here in North Texas. We are, are just a group of regular women trying to live out our Christian faith walk day by day. I'm starting to get excited because we, uh, as a group, are gearing up for our winter-spring Bible study beginning in mid-February. Our ladies will be going through Lisa Turkhurst's new studies. Uh, it's not supposed to be this way. So, if you are listening, I want to encourage you to get the workbook and join us. I will most likely mention some of what I'm learning in this podcast. So today, as I gaze out my window this January morning, it's cold. It's just cold. And I got to admit, you guys, I am a summer girl. But I'm not going to let this freezing, cold, overcast weather beat me down. So let's, I just want to talk about what I'm thankful for. Let's think about what we're thankful for, for a moment. So number one, I'm thankful for heat. I'm thankful for fireplaces. I love my fireplace. I love just sitting in front of it, reading, or sitting there with Will, with Nicholas, and we're watching a movie, and the fireplace is going. It's just so cozy. I love fireplaces. I love our fireplace. So Lord, thank you for warmth and the warmth of a fireplace. Secondly, I'm, th- I'm thankful for my family. My husband, Will, Nicholas. Nicholas is, he's a little jokester. He's always trying to make Will and I laugh. So I'm thankful for our parents, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, and cousins. My uncle is uh, actually currently on hospice. Um, so I'm hoping to go and visit him at Mardi Gras this year. I've got another cousin who has rallied some of our other cousins and aunts together, and we're doing a little online Bible study together. So we're going through the book of John. I love that he's doing that. I love that I can talk to my cousins who are in Louisiana and just have conversations about the Lord that we love. I'm thankful for good friends, those near and those far, friends that we can turn to no matter what and just just talk like we're continuing a conversation that we started months ago. I love those friends. They know us and they love us, warts and all. They know us inside and out. I'm thankful for our community right here in North Texas. Neighbors who who watch out for our children. We watch out for one another and and just those neighbors who encourage us and motivate us forward. I'm thankful for those those ladies. The ladies in my Bible study. I love those girls. I'm thankful for our church. I'm thankful for our current Sunday school class, or also known as Bible fellowship. So that's a new word these days. But you know, I, I was raised calling it Sunday school. So I just keep calling it Sunday school. So there you go. I'm old school. So Will was just saying in church uh, that he feels like he's finally found a church home in our Sunday school class, and he feels like he fits in. Y'all, that's answered prayers. I'm so happy to be part of a, of a thriving Bible fellowship class, and I hope that you all 
are involved in your church and and go to a Bible fellowship class or Sunday school class, like I like to call it, because that's where the real stuff happens. Wherever you are, what I want you to do right now, I want you to think about five things you're thankful for. The Bible tells us give thanks in all circumstances. So pause this podcast and think of five things and just thank God for them. When I look at the these gifts from above, I can't help but smile. You know, the heat, because it's so cold. My family, good friends, our community, our church. God is constantly leaving us little love notes, things that encourage us, like, like a little bread trail of joy. Even when our circumstances are far from joyful and are tough, he leaves us little love notes in these little simple things. Last week, we talked about that time Jesus fed over 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. Today, my reading was when Jesus was calling his disciples, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, come follow me. It just so happens, I'm sure you'll recognize if you listen to last week's podcast, that this is also my verse and phrase for the year. This, my friends, is what is called a holy echo. So that's when you're, you're noodling something and it keeps coming up. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Okay, Lord, I hear you. Here am I. I'm going to read this to you, and what I want you to to try and do is place yourself in this scene. Imagine you are Peter, Andrew, James, or John in your boat casting out or mending your nets as usual. Or maybe imagine you're a bystander on the seashore of Galilee, and then God shows up out of the blue. You're doing your normal stuff, and here comes God in the flesh. Here comes Jesus. So here's the scripture. As Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he noticed two brothers, Peter and Andrew, casting their nets into the sea. And he said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you into fishers of men. Immediately they dropped their nets and left everything to go follow Jesus. Walking a little bit farther, Jesus found two other brothers sitting in a boat, along with their father, mending their nets. Their names were James and John, and their father, Zebedee. Jesus immediately walked up to them and invited the two brothers to become his followers. At once, James and John dropped their nets, stood up, left their father in the boat with the hired men, and followed Jesus. Can you see that scene? These guys are working. This other guy comes along, says, hey, follow me. And they just drop everything and they start following him. You, you may be driving your car right now. You may be sitting at your desk or on your way to work, on your way to pick up dry cleaning, exchange some Christmas gifts at the mall. You may be cooking dinner. You may be folding the laundry, whatever it is. Place yourself in this scene. You're on the seashore or in the boat. What does the boat look like? Is it large? Is it small? What color is it? 
What about the day? Is it a sunny day? When Jesus speaks, do they have to squint in the sunlight shining behind him to see his face? Is it dusty, sandy, and windy on that seashore? I live on a lake and it gets very windy out here. So I imagine that kind of wind coming off the lake. That kind of wind coming off the sea. What noises do you hear? Voices of people throwing out nets, seagulls, or waves of water slapping into the shore. What if Jesus came strolling in, breaking up the monotony of your day? You're outside trimming trimming your bushes, and Jesus all of a sudden just walks on by and says, Becky, Judy, Christy, come, follow me. Peter, Andrew, James, and John did not have formal seminary training. They didn't go to the local Christian academy. They were just doing life like their father did and their grandfather did, and most likely their great-grandfather before them. God calls us to be his witnesses and to shine him. You don't have to use fancy word alliterations or be formally trained. You just have to love God and love others. Jesus takes care of the rest. It always amazes me that he uses us to draw people to himself. Perhaps, maybe, that's the point. It's a miracle that he works through us to speak to those around us. Lord, take my mistakes and turn them into good for your kingdom. Follow me. Sisters, consider yourselves called. By Jesus himself, you are called. Do those things that bring him honor. And when people ask you why, you can tell them. It's because you love them. And so does Jesus. Y'all, that's the good news. And that is so good. May the Lord open our eyes and ears to see and hear where he is working and to adjust to him and his work. May we love God by loving others. That's all I have for today, y'all. See you next week.